Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Main Man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. This is a wonderful Sunday evening. What a wonderful day with my good friend, Sean. And it's always great to be here. Um, yeah, Sunday is a pretty good day. It was a day off that I had today, and I hadn't worked for the first time in seven days. So, so yeah. Glad and- to be here. And the thing was, you got to see your dad and your mom, and it was a. It was, a it was good actually weekend. a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. And so watched a movie with dad this weekend, and mom was talkative, and I guess we're gonna do something for my birthday this week sometime. So, yeah, John's birthday is August exactly 16th. like two weeks away from yours almost. Yeah, and you're basically Sean's turning big four zero, and uh, he's turning into a big boy now. And he's got um, his uh, Barney outfit on, uh, purple, 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 purple. Got TCU hat, TCU shirt, and purple uh, Nike shorts. Nike shorts. And tell us why do Actually, you Adidas? Oh, Adidas. So tell us why you have TCU. Well, because TCU is a great university, mm-hmm. and um, it's where Max Jurgen went. It's where. Um, Good old, um, great running back uh, for the San Diego Chargers went, and well, who's that running back? Ladamian Tomlinson. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, you got to respect that, you know. Yeah. All these guys that come out of there and go and do stuff in the league that uh, are miraculous. And Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton's good. But one of the main reasons is it was always great to wear some TCU stuff to shove it up Michigan's ass when they lost that game in the playoffs last year. You know, I would say it was a great game. Uh, if you were a TCU fan. We lost, and I'm, I'm going with the flow of this. It doesn't say much about his school, Michigan State. But let's think about this. There won't be much talking when Michigan State plays Michigan this year because it's a – October 21st, it's in a night game, and we all know what happened in the last night game. It was the blocked punt, and all Michigan had to do was just get the ball off, and they would have won the game. But it was embarrassing. They blocked the punt, and Michigan State stole the game, and it was fucking awesome. Go green, go white. Go blue. Go blue all the way. So let's be real. Let's be real. Wait a second. What's that Colorado game? The Colorado Buffs versus TCU is coming up on September 2nd. And it's a 20 it was a 20.5 20. spread. Yes. And I'm not betting against Deion Sanders, and I will take the 20. I might even bump it up one point to 21 and a half. So you're going to take the buffs. Because the, uh, Deion Sanders' son is the quarterback. Deion Sanders has all those recruits that he stole from Nick Saban. And TCU does not have their running back in the last year, and they don't have Max Durgeon. So, okay. So we're going. All right. So TCU all the way, winning by 20. Or you're gonna take? No, you know I've always been on the Colorado bandwagon. We even when it was plus seventeen and a half. Okay, okay. Now they got twenty. Yeah. If you add a point to that, that's three touchdowns. Yeah. Plus. Okay. There you go, folks. Colorado. Sean's taking it. I might consider taking that myself. However, today was not a good day for betting for me. It wasn't a good day for either one of us. Look, I'm gonna be. You lost like thirty dollars. I lost over a hundred plus. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a little different. $130. But I'm going to tell you this. San Diego blew the game. They had a 4-0 lead. And the Diamondbacks finally won two in a row. Yeah, after losing nine straight. Yeah, and of all teams... Padres bullpen sucks. Yeah, they do really suck. And then the other game that I was watching that I needed them to win was... They ended up winning, right? No. Oh, they covered the Texas Rangers. No. Well, well, anyway, the Texas Rangers, we were, just to mention this, even though this might be not the right game, we were right on this one. We said that the Rangers would take two out of three, and they almost swept them if it wasn't for a walk-off home run down left field. Yes. Yes. So we were right. We did call that. And that was one of the big games that we talked about this week to take the Texas Rangers. Yes, that is true. That is true. And then we should also talk about that that huge catch for the Baltimore Orioles. Cedric Mullins, the Mariners had taken Mariners had taken two out of three in this series, I believe. But that catch, and then the guy hits a home run. 
No. Actually, Baltimore took two out of three in this. But Cedric Mullins, uh, Baltimore was down 2-0 and came back and saved the game by jumping off the fence and pulling back a home run. And then he hit a two-run homer in the 10th to win 5-3. Yeah. So baseball is looking fun again. Now, I did get something wrong with Sean today about about the guy on the extra innings, the guy on second, which I thought they started at this year, along with the uh, with the pitch count and the guy on and how many times you can throw the ball to the first base with with a, with a runner on. And this is a tough one because I was a little bit cocky about this one and shouldn't have been as snappy because this one is a tough one to say because it was during COVID and it's really only been two years. So I want to apologize that I was a little snappy about it because it's only really been two years, but it's hard to remember that with all the bullshit COVID going on in 2020. So it's really only been two years. Yes, yes. And then and then let's really talk about this Texas and the Yankees game about Mr. Angel Hernandez. You mean Marlins and Marlins, Marlins and the Yankees. And I didn't see this until you showed me, but I watched it on your phone, and the ball and strike zone was totally opposite for the teams that that yeah. So first of all, us talking about this does not do justice. Basically, just pull up. We're gonna we're gonna go on the talk about this for at least two minutes or three minutes probably, but. The point is, you need to type up Angel Hernandez, Yankees versus Marlins game, Saturday, August 12th. And if that doesn't come up in Google, just write, type in strikes and ball count. Like, he, he missed, missed yeah. at least 15, 20 different pitches. Um, he was calling ball strikes and was calling strikes not balls and i think the biggest part of the issue was there was more strikes than balls so, and the thing is that they would call him balls for for the for the yankee well he was throwing the, the, the yankee pitcher was getting the strikes when the ball was actually a ball and the marlins were getting a ball when the ball was actually a strike and the thing and that after thing about it after i didn't see this at first but after andre showed me this okay the strikes that were thrown, at least eight out of the 15 that were thrown in the strike zone, was not on the edge. You know how you have the little rectangle or the square, and yes, it only has to touch it. There was at least eight out of the 15 pitches. Literally, the whole ball was in the strike zone, and they were called balls. Yes. Like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even close to a ball. Oh, wait. wait I mean... Wait, 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 wait. Well, yeah, so the, the problem with baseball right now is that it's obvious... That when the umpire misses calls, and now they're talking about they're actually going to have next year that if the ball is a if 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 a team disagrees with a ball strike, they can challenge that call. Now, what do you actually think about that? You, I think it's going to be bad for baseball because if you have to challenge a call, not only does that stop the game, but that's just going to make the game even slower. And what they're trying to do is speed up the game. Am I correct? That's why they went to the the clock. <clears throat> yeah. You know. So I think what the solution is this is this. They should put fines on these umpires. Or maybe these umpires should lose their jobs. Because baseball is really played by the pitcher and the catcher and the umpire. Now I'm not saying I'm not taking away from the batters, I'm not taking from the outfielders or second baseman and third baseman. But in reality, the game is played between the pitcher and the catcher and the umpire and the batter. So if you're not going to have an umpire that's going to give consistent calls, then you shouldn't be umpire. They penalize the NBA referees and they penalize some of those NCAA basketball referees with, you know, based on how good your calls are. That's why you get to do the NCAA tournament and you get to do the NBA finals. I I would not want Angel Hernandez doing a playoff game. No, I mean, I, I mean, his strike zone was a joke. Well, it makes me wonder if he's getting, uh, what well, should I, I don't want to say bribes, this. bribes, calls, no, make it interesting so that, so that the Yankees are, uh, com- a comparable, a, com- a competitive, to make it to the playoffs. This is the, this is the why the everyone hates the Yankees, 
is because in the past, umpires have been giving the Yankees benefit of the doubt for certain calls, certain pitches on that mound, uh, even going back to the Clemens era, throwing the ball right at the, uh, Mike Piazza's face and then throwing the, throwing the ball at him or whatever after he walks him, which is stupid. This is something that Major League Baseball needs to change about that. But as we get into the home stretch in Major League Baseball, let's focus on the fact that we have the Tampa Bay Rays finally winning, even though I think they're going to sink ship. They do this every year. They have a hot streak. They go on a hot streak at the beginning of the year. They look like the team to beat. And then they poop themselves. They're out. like four and twenty, and they lost again. Yeah, yeah. Right, they lost again today, right? I think they. No, I don't know. I I thought they won, but maybe they lost. But again, this is a team that has this much talent on the farm system, and they end up pooping their pants. And this is why I don't like teams in Tampa, because teams in Tampa are relatively. Uh, uh, not profitable for the Major League Baseball because no one's. No, they lost nine and two again. Okay, they lost again, and they didn't have their Franco uh, play shortstop. And I don't know what he posted online, but this is breaking news. He posted something and says due diligence, and it was actually his day for a hat being hung out. And the Cashman says it was just a regular day of rest, but he posted something real shitty. But I don't know what he posted. I can't find it yet. So, Yander Franco posted something. Okay, so we'll try to get back to that in a second. But they're playing really bad, by the way. They've yeah. only won like five games out of 20. So take your money and leave the Tampa Bay Rays alone when you do anything about uh, uh, FanDuel or DraftKings or anything that you want to do. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about the NFL right now because it's still preseason. The Lions we, won. The Lions did win. And uh, you know they 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 came back in the second half. Again, I don't really get too excited about these games because the game one is really about conditioning, and it's actually getting the guys who are probably not going to make the team out there to see what kind of talent to make them on the practice squad. Can we talk about the overzealous fans? Because you know that <laughs> I, I was I was at work, and you came in a little bit earlier. Once again, you know anybody that has this the first time listening to podcast. Um. I work at Pepino's again, and I'm very blessed. And um, I really do like this crew, and we have some great, great, outstanding waitresses. I love the bartenders. Um, Cam is one of my favorite. I like Chris and Marcus. Um, have some really great bosses. Um, so glad to be back. But anyway, Pepino's is a pizza restaurant, and it's a really big sports bar, over 70 TVs, and. We will make sure that we get the game if we don't have it because <laughs> I'm sure we're going to buy Peacock and end fun network because if Michigan plays on Peacock and Notre Dame's coming. So if, if you don't, don't have, know, Peacock has been bought and has every rights to NBC. So, yeah. But so, anyway, the Lions. So I got out a little bit early. I assumed Andre was going to come and stop by eventually, but if not, whatever, he was there. Sat down with him. Lions were losing in a preseason game. And it wasn't like Teddy Bridgewater was playing, and it wasn't like the giraffe was playing, and it wasn't like any of the starters were playing. It of was like, not. I mean, so there's a good chance that they could have lost. It's preseason, yeah. but there was two fans that <laughs> I don't know. At least one had a guy friend, but the other one, if I was the girlfriend, I would have been like, "Shut the fuck up!" Um, I can't believe he didn't get yelled at when he jumped on our bar. I know, and stood when they won. I know. Like he was on top of the bar rooting and going, woo! It was crazy. No one gave a shit. Dude, this is crazy. This is like, this is a hot, hot, hot and heavy Detroit <laughs> wants to win a Super Bowl. I think I he'd mean, be happy with the playoffs. I mean, I know. We're not even talking about the playoffs, but. Win look, the division. Look, a game one, playoffs. <laughs> Game one of preseason is all about conditioning, seeing what guys are conditioned to play, what guys are ready, what guys need to go back to be running laps, uh, doing more conditioning, long-term run, create up the stamina, seeing guys on second, third strain, 
or even draft picks coming in on the offensive defense line just to see how they react during a real game. And I'll tell you what, the first half, my, I, Sean had the Lions leading in the in the first half. I, mean, I, right? I put a little bit less money on that, and but, I had to redeem myself in the second half. Yeah. So, so when you look at these preseason games, you have to realize that these coaches are really trying to figure out who's who's conditioned enough to be ready and who's conditioned enough or not conditioned enough. So in the long run, you're going to be on, on the practice squad. Until maybe the third game, you're going to see Jared Goff and Teddy Bridgewater play. You know, Jared Goff will probably play the first half against the Carolina Panthers, and then Teddy Bridgewater will play the whole second half. Well, he's going but to play the next week. He'll play a whole quarter, I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah he's and then play. Teddy Bridgewater will play well, the no, second and third. I think Goff is playing the third game. But Teddy Bridgewater, you don't think Jared Goff will play one quarter or no, maybe one snap? Maybe the first. Uh, drive. Drive. But and then Teddy Bridgewater, second quarter, third quarter. And yeah, and then, then whoever they decide to yeah, fourth for the third string quarterback. But Sean, I mean Scotty, our friend, just let us know that the the company that he works with. Well, this is a cool story. Is associated with the statues for Barry Sanders and Kobe Bryant. So this is cool. Made. So this is local Grand Rapids. Comstock Park area. I quite don't know. I don't remember the name of the company that he's talking about, but that's pretty cool. This is the one thing that's really cool about Michigan that after hearing this story, you know, they're making a statue for Barry Sanders down in Detroit, but to be part of one of the greatest players, top 10, I would say Kobe Bryant. But since we are talking about this also, the other cool thing about Michigan with, you know, we're, it's August, September, two and a half months away from college basketball. 90% of the courts in the NCAA are made in the Upper Peninsula. Oh, wow. So that's another cool stat for anybody that didn't know. I didn't Michigan. know that. No. I didn't know that. Now I know. So the one that is now we're promoting Michigan. The state of Michigan is also awesome. state. We got five lakes. We got different temperatures. Mackinac Island. We don't get hit by blizzards like that we do in the east. Number one yeah. salmon fishing place in the world on the east Detroit yeah. River that yeah. people come from freaking other countries to fish in April and May. Yeah, it's just, I think Michigan is probably one of the best states to live in. It doesn't get too hot. It doesn't stay hot long enough. It doesn't get cold. And if it doesn't, if it does get cold, it doesn't get cold long enough to like, oh, I've got to leave. And we don't get these bad storms from the plains, from Montana and Nebraska and all those. And But then we don't get some these, shitty winters, but yeah. we've been blessed the last few years not to have that many bad ones. But we don't get these weird ass blizzards that New York and Boston get. So this is one thing about Michigan that's really good. Uh, let's talk about, you know what, we were talk, watching the game today about the San Francisco because there was only two games on a day. The first game was actually a good one with the Saints playing 26-24, beating the defending Super Bowl champs. But, of course, you know, nobody played. But Oh, yeah, of course. But but the Saints were down 17-3 to or 17-7. Did you watch that game? Did you Only did you? a little bit. So I'm just saying, based okay. on what I know, that they came back and hit a okay. field goal. But let's talk about... We can talk about how bad the San Francisco 49ers are. Well, let's talk about the back of the number one draft pick for... Them a couple of years ago. Trey Lance from Sandia from North Dakota, and he is absolutely Garbage. terrible. Like, you would have been better off keeping Jimmy G than keeping Trey. I mean, this. I mean, I had a buddy that's a diehard Giants fan say that the 49ers are going to go to the Super Bowl. Yes, they have Kittle, one of the best tight ends in NFL football. Yes, they probably have one of the best defenses, and yes, they have. Debo, Debo, and they have you know the great running back, um, Signatory. No, the one that was with the Carolina Panthers. Oh yeah, Mac, uh, Mac McCaffrey. McCaffrey. But I am not yes. stuck on any of their quarterbacks. Like, okay, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. Brock Prudy had a great year last year. Yeah. Okay? But he, the only way he has that year, the year that he has, was because. 
Trey or because Jimmy G got hurt yes. and Trey Lance still hasn't developed. So yes. they just said, okay, screw it. We're going to have Brock Prudy come in because he can't do any worse than Trey Lance. Trey yes. Lance is on his last leash. Um, it's his third or fourth season and they will not renew his contract. And then you throw in Sam Darnold and I don't even, don't even get me started with there because <laughs> I would rather have butt fumble on my damn team, Mark Sanchez, <laughs> than <laughs> Sam Darnold. Or give me Ryan Leaf over Sam Darnold. Ryan That's Leaf. a little bit of a stretch. I'm sorry. I'm not going that far. Okay. okay. That would bring us back to a whole other story. But okay. if they, if Brock Prudy gets injured, that division is anybody's. Yeah. Well, and the, Seattle could win that division. I know. Because but my they, point is, somebody said the 49ers are favored to be one of the top Super Bowl, no, but not if Brock Prudy gets hurt. No. Okay. Okay. This is I think why Seattle has a better chance. Okay. This is okay. This is why I think we have problem of Brock Prudo is the fact that now the defenses are going to look at defensive coaches and now these other teams that are going to play San Fran they're going to look at all the gameplay that they had last year on this guy and now they're going to figure out that just how he throws how fast he gets out of the pocket how fast he throws the ball uh, after after a, a snap he's going to they're gonna figure out what type of angle he goes with with the running play. Um, anything that's anything that the coaches will look for, they're gonna to try to take angles from that. And the thing that about Prudy is that I don't know if, he, if he's able to adjust when teams give him something different to look at. For example, like Baltimore Ravens has got a great defense, or at least a good defense coordinator. And let's like think in defensive team. Let's look at. Uh, the Patriots, even though the Patriots are not that good anymore, I mean, you got you still got Belichick, and he's a schemish kind of guy, and he'll figure something out. So even in those games, that that could be a game that the Patriots could steal, just because if Prudy doesn't know how to adjust the game, I don't even know if they play this year against the Patriots. But the Forty Niners, yeah, I don't even know if they do. But you get a coach like. Uh, like uh, Ree, uh, Kansas City's coach. What's his name? Oh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Even though he's he's just an offensive genius guy, his defense coordinator is going to figure figure out San Fran's offense. Now, so I would rather. Uh, I don't know. Look, I would tell you this. I would tell you this. If I was. If I was Sam Fran, I would definitely invest yourself in the offensive line guys and backup line guys to make sure that you protect Prudy. And then you know that McAfee. He gets hurt. If he if he doesn't get hurt, I mean, you're gonna. He is a stud. Yes, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Kittle, he's a great tight end, but looks. How about the wideouts for San Fran? Debo. Debo. He's going to have to do a lot of work. He's going to have to help Prudo make fabulous catches. Now. Then they got your boy Ronnie Bell from Michigan. I mean, you know more about him than I do. Well, he is a little bit disappointed. Disappointment for San Fran. I'm not going to dog him. He's a Michigan guy. You know, it's just the way it is. Some guys just can't adjust to the NFL. Now, let's really talk about let's really talk about the Lions comeback. Lions, as we were watching the game, we we both put a ten dollar. Well, I put a ten down spot in the beginning of the second half because you just felt that, that the idea that they were going to win. And you were right. You were right. And I was kind of hesitant. Like, come on, it's just a preseason <laughs> game. So, but you were right. So I won at least twenty two bucks off that, at least twenty two bucks. Yeah, because it's plus like one sixteen or something. Yeah, uh, let's talk about their next game is against Jacksonville Jaguars on Saturday. It's a yep. one o'clock game. I don't have to work that day, and I do. But I'll at least what time is that game? One o'clock. So I'll watch see the last half an hour. Yeah, I'll watch the last half. It's just like any other Sunday football. This is why I really want to quit my job at so and so. But you have the good benefits. I do, I do, I do, and I have to work every weekend. 
You do not have to work every weekend. Yes, I do. That's technically how it works, but because I took my weekend off because of my birthday, now I have to work two weekends in a row. Oh, I thought it was every other weekend. I know, but I took my weekend off for my birthday. It's my birthday. It was my birthday. Come on. I'm working my birthday in the morning. Mm, So proud of you. Hey, you know what we're really proud of? We're really proud of the uniform that Kyle Murray is representing the Arizona uh, Arizona Cardinals now. You really do have to look this up, folks. <laughs> it is literally like what a female would wear to go work out. If like she, if she had, in yeah. in if she if had she, boobs. Like I mean, this this is not a normal thing for an NFL player to wear. Like it, no. I think I don't even know what to say because if I say any more, it, I'm crossing it sound, the line. It sounds sexist, and it sounds like you're being a. a, a I'm not trying a, to a, a transphobic, trying personality. But this is like this is becoming. All right, there's things I think about this. I think a lot of guys out there are kind of. It's worse than a white beater, and white beaters aren't that cool. Well, it's kind of like the best way to explain Kai Murray. And Ezekiel, um, Ze- well, Zeke's was not as bad as Kyle Murray's. No, but he wore that. Come on, <laughs> that was pretty bad. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he did it at Ohio State, so he did it from Ohio State to to Dallas Cowboys. And where does he go? Where's he at now? He's not picked up yet. He hasn't been picked up yet. So look, all right. Let's be honest. I think there's a lot of guys like these two guys who maybe just not really that masculine but they look masculine and they act now they feel comfortable and not to be externally uh, feminine however when you're on a professional football team and you have to represent as the alpha male that really backfires on your team because the team of 53 guys on your football team 95% of the guys are heterosexuals so that if if this happens where the Cardinals make the playoffs, I can't say nothing about what Kyle Murray wears. And the Arizona Cardinals don't need any more attention. They suck. Yeah. Like, they got a new coach. Murray has not lived up to the extensions that he's supposed to. And, but you, well, they did win their preseason against the Denver Donkeys. And maybe it was because um russell wilson while everybody else was sleeping he was dancing on the plane or doing a stretch dancing, well and arizona dan- fans got a hold of this and they tweeted about it and boy did they rip into russell russell wilson because he's I a mean, dancing this, machine man. this this denver dancing, team dancing, dancing is on machine yeah this denver broncos team is underperformed like they, if they lose again and Russell Wilson is their quarterback and can't even make the playoffs, which they probably won't because the San Diego Chargers are better than them and so are the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's a good chance that Denver fans will be crying again and just have to rely on, unfortunately, the Denver Nuggets because that's all they have in Denver. Look, I just, I just think that, you know, and I will say this, Zion Williams for the NBA, for the Pelicans. How do we get on that? No. All right. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that these, okay, Kai Murray and Ezekiel are the same type of players. They don't really want to play. They've been always spotted for being great athletes. Okay, so But they don't ever want to be, but they never want to live up to that expectation because they never had that drive to be that great. And now I'm thinking that Zion Williams is the same way. He's a big, strong athlete, but he has no drive to be playing 82 games a year because he doesn't really care. And maybe the same thing about Ezekiel and same thing about Kyle Murray, that you can't expect people by just simply because of the way they look I have to, to be the greatest athletes in the world. I have to backtrack. This was actually a great transfer into the NBA because we still have to talk about how the USA played Spain today. And Spain actually gave them the run for the money, and they were up, you know, in the first quarter. But Jalen Bronson, which is a New York Nick, which had a really great game. He was 9 for 9 and had 21 points. And then the former Michigan State Spartan, Jared Jackson, had 14 points, and they won 98-88. But this uh, is, this what? is the FIBA, and it's just an expedition game. But, you know, yeah. Spain will be the number one. 
contender because supposedly we're supposed to be number one. Spain is number two. Only reason Spain is number two because Luca is hurt right now, so he can't play right now. And Giannis is already said he's not going to play. But since we are talking about the NBA, we had the lovely um, induction in the Hall of Fame last night. And let's first start out with Dirk Nowinski, which oh, yeah. Yeah. I do like. Dirk, one Dirk, of the greatest, one Dirk's of the greatest. I mean, technically, he was a power forward center, but. He played the game like Magic Johnson and could play any position. I mean, he really was a shooting guard, a point guard. Well, maybe maybe not a point guard, but he played all three of the four, four of the five positions. He deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. But you know what I like about Dirk what? is that he was a hustle player, mm-hmm. but he had the most extraordinary shot that I would almost compare to the Michael Jordan shot that no one could block, and he played his ass off. And let's not rem- let's not forget. The time when Dirk came to play in the NBA Finals. Against Miami. Against Miami, and he was sick. And guess who made fun of Dirk? LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. They made fun of him. Remember? Was that when Shaq was on the team, or was that when Alonzo Mourning was on that Miami team? No, Shaq was on No, it was uh, that guy from the Toronto Raptors. Got it. Uh, Boss, what's his name, Boss? Um, anyway. So, that's, that's the series that... They no. were not favored to win that either. No, but but Dirk was sick, and and LeBron, or I call him LeBrat because he's a brat, and then Dwayne Wade, a little snappy little bratty. I like Dwayne Wade. But he's a little brat, too. He's not a little brat. Yeah, he is. He's not a little he's brat. He's making fun of Dirk, and then you know what happens? Dirk Nowitzki wins the NBA Finals. Yeah, but, okay, when you want to talk shit, Dwayne yeah. Wade won a championship. Well, well, not, no, no, he won one by himself first. No, he did. Yes, Shaquille he did. O'Neal played on that team. I don't think. If it was, yes, the first championship, Shaquille O'Neal was on that team. If it wasn't for Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe and Dwayne Wade would have never won a championship. Shaquille O'Neal is actually the biggest. Actually, it's as goofy and sloppy sometimes as Shaquille O'Neal can be because he doesn't really care about keeping himself in shape. He was probably the most instrumental center in his era for the last for ten years straight, so remember that he went from L.A. And went but Alonzo Mourning was on that team though too. Yeah, but Alonzo was basically a bench player, backup player at that era. Okay, was so playing. Shaq was on that team. He did help, and so did my boy White Chocolate. White um, Chocolate, Jay Will. But anyway, yeah, um, when, you know what? I feel I love White Chocolate. I do. I love. And white I wish. Chocolate. You know what? I wish he was. I wish. He was fun to watch. Yeah, he was. And they don't play basketball that way no more. They just so what they do is throw three point shots. And now if you're a six eight, they expect So because you had the bad mouth Dwayne Wade, he mean he was inducted into the Hall of Fame also last night. Um and there's two other players, but since you did mention him, we'll stick with Dwayne Wade for yeah. a second here. Yeah, let's do it. When Dwayne Wade was inducted into the Hall of Fame, one of the also greatest point guards of all time was giving out the award. And his initials is AI. For anybody that does not know who AI is, he is now an Iverson. He went to Georgetown. It's he not- had a little bit of trouble when he was in high school. No one had a tough childhood. No one would recruit him, you know. And he got in, you know, he went there and then he got drafted by the whatever. He got drafted but anyway, by Philadelphia 76. Correct. But this is really cool. During the induction, he personally had an awesome suit that was personally made with the Miami Heat colors and then had the number three on the back and it said Wade when he handed off oh, nice. the induction. Yes. You know, it's too bad they don't do that uh, NBA induction during the NBA season. They should almost do it be, uh, sometime before or after the NBA All-Star. I, because I missed it. I mean, I didn't watch yeah, it. I didn't watch it either. No one really watched it. So why would you have an induction for the NBA and when they, no one's watching the NBA? You watch the the MLB, baseball, and now we're getting prepped up for college in in the NFL football. I have no idea. That's kind of stupid. The other there was two other ones, and I'm waiting to say the last one because the last one is just it bedaffles me a little bit. But he was a good player. Tony Parker, well-deserved. Um, 
great player. I mean, obviously had a great surrounding cast. I mean, Tim Duncan. Obviously, you can't say it was just the championships. Um, I think Tim, Parker still deserved it. Tim Duncan was there. Well, so was was Ginobili, and so Ginobili was the was Admiral. I mean, yeah. he had a stacked team. Yeah, I mean, and you have one of the greatest coaches of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm surprised he's still a coach. I don't know. He's gonna Kovalich? fall. He's gonna croak on the floor, dude. Yeah, he's gonna be. Who's he's, he's gonna like? Seventy six, seventy seven. He's gonna be like Izzo. He's gonna die, and they're gonna bury him right in the middle of the basketball court. Like this is where Izzo is buried. And this is where Povich is uh, buried. So now this last one, Paul Gasol. You don't think he deserves it? <laughs> he had a pretty good career. I mean, he's look at his numbers. I mean. Look, if it wasn't for I didn't Kobe. Say he didn't deserve it, but if it wasn't for Kobe, he's the weakest link of the four, right? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Like, of course he did. Look, if okay, now that it's, it's kind of like Steve Kerr. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan and for Tim Duncan and David Robinson, Tim, uh, Steve Kerr probably would have never made it as a player, but because he's a coach player, he has gone. Be he's probably in the NBA uh, basketball Hall of Fame, but same thing with uh, with with the guy that we're talking about, Gosling, um, Paul. He just he was there at the right time, in the right place. Sky Pippen is a good example. Sky Pippen wouldn't be shit with a Michael Jordan, but he was there in the right place when Michael Jordan was in the era. So. I mean, he had Paul twenty thousand. He had almost twenty-one thousand points, eleven thousand rebounds, almost four thousand stats. And if you average that out, it's seventeen points per game, nine point two points, rebounds a game, and three point two. Yeah, he almost had a double double every game. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, look, Paul Gasol happened to be in the right place, at the right time. And Same he thing. always did well for Spain. He probably won a World Cup with Spain at least once because. The USA got weakened those some years. Yeah, so Paul Gasol and Sky Pippen are basically the same type of person. Without those two great athletes on that team, they would have never been on the. They would just never been in the Hall of Fame. They just would have never been there. I know that. So. You know, Side note: The Mets just tied the game up with the Braves. It's three to three. I uh, see. I would have lost all three of those parlays right there. Um, Reds just tied it too. It's five to five. Hmm. Reds did. See, baseball is just crazy. How do people? It's well, just the most craziest thing since we're talking about the Braves for a second. The twenty-one to three score yesterday was ridiculous. No, it wasn't yesterday. Yes, it was. It was twenty-one to three. It was a doubleheader. Oh, was it? Right? Yeah. Oh my god! And then they won the next game six to zero. So they outscored them twenty-seven to three in two two games on the same day, not back to back. That's awful. <laughs> Look, folks, baseball is taking a league of its leap of its own. I've never seen the commissioner for MLB try so hard to make baseball profitable like it was in the 1950s before NBA took off and before the NFL had a Super Bowl and before even the NHL was on TV. It's because back then, baseball, people would go to baseball games when there was nothing to do in a hot summer day. And they really, really are pushing it. And I love baseball. I really do. And I just, look, I, I'll say this again. Extra innings, I really would like to see the guy on first base instead of second base simply because if you hit the ball a single, the guy on second will automatically score, which is not what baseball was meant to be. Baseball is about making contact with the baseball, uh, being smart on the bases. Uh, when you hit a single and the guy's already on second base with extra innings, it's an automatic score. But if they do change that back, back to first instead of second, because remember it was only been two years on this thing, yeah. it contradicts about speeding up the game. Yeah. Yeah, it does, but I just feel like it's just those things. Uh, to me, I'm an old school baseball guy. I don't think 
I do think that's great that they have the three pitch limit to the first base where the guy's on first or whatever, and they have the clock. I think that's good enough. But when you go in extra innings, extra innings is really about the true uh, the the true form of what baseball is, was meant to be. It's not built for the people who don't like baseball because there are people out there who are never going to watch hockey, and they never will. And there's people who are never going and there's people who are never going to watch the watch the NFL because they're not NFL people. And I don't watch NASCAR. Of all things that need to be changed is really NASCAR. I've never seen so many dumb lefts my whole life. And then the only way that people can actually watch NASCAR is when the last 30 laps, when everyone gets in an accident. That's not racing. That's being like being, let's pretend we're uh, And then you already know who's going to win because it was already, they just stay, make sure no one can pass. Well, what happens is that with NASCAR is that if there's, if there's too many yellow flags, I think, or there's too many laps, whoever ends up in the last yellow flag and, and passes uh, 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 the checker flag, that's who wins. That's what's wrong with NASCAR. Don't quote me. I'm not a NASCAR guy. I'm not from Kentucky or North Carolina. Or we do Florida. have one in Michigan. We do. We do. And there's a lot of people that go there. We do have a little racetrack down on Berlin, mm-hmm. which if you're in Michigan and you want to see a little amateur field of of uh, of racing, go down to Berlin. It's, it's pretty cool. And it's That's where they hold a big country concert usually in July too. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, I guess we'll talk about the Women's World Cup. We're down to the final four. And it's Spain and versus Sweden, but they play. When did they play? Play both games on the 15th, the day before my birthday. And Spain and England are the favorites. Correct. It looks like, it looks like Australia is going to have to be pushing hard just to tie the game, just to make things, or keep the game tie, just to keep the uh, things matter close to England. Sweden almost has to do the same thing because they're both plus 430 to win it all. If you send it into a shootout, it's a whole new ball game. Oh, yeah. Let's thank, uh, let's thank Megan again and the other soccer players in America for flopping that uh, uh, soccer ball over the, over the net. There's a great joke uh, in today's society about how Megan Rapahoe can go join the um, good old Star Wars troopers because she shoots as good as them, you know, at the the good guys. Womp, womp, womp. In the words of Ric Flair, woo! I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Megan. I just, when you burn the flag down, you stomp on it, and then you... Protect kids who want to be, or who who are being told to be transgenders. That's not really protecting America at all. That's just being, that's just trying to seek out for attention. I mean, I get it. No one cares that you're a lesbian, because everyone's gay now. I'm being honest. It's okay to be who you are, but don't throw it in other people's faces because no one cares. Like no one cares that. Michael Jordan's having sex with a white girl and pounding her. No one cares. No Do one we talks know that? About yeah, he's married to a 25-year-old French girl. Oh, okay. And they have the first child together. That's his friends with Bennett, or that's just, you know, for his money, of course. Well, yeah, she's there for the money. And, but we don't care because we don't talk about it. But that's kind of the same thing. Keep things as average as you can. And you're a great soccer player we appreciate your hard work as a as an athlete. She was one of the best. Yeah, and you always will be one of the best. But let's keep things nice and square. I get it. Some people might get offended, but you know what? But here's the ironic thing. Even though she's one of the best, it's, it would be the same thing of Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, or Michael Jordan. If, if LeBron makes it to at least one more NBA Finals, let's just say he does, and the ball was in LeBron's 
LeBron's hands and he misses the shot, the first thing of everybody that will be first crosses their mind, he missed the last shot, even though he's one of the best top five players ever to play the game, the first thing of the kind, yep, he missed the last shot of his game, the game. That's how he ended his career. Yeah. But yeah, he does have some championships. Yeah. Yes, Megan Rapoport is one of the best of all time, but she will be the first thing that pops into anybody that's that's like us, we don't know that much about soccer. We will remember that she missed the last goal. And especially since we're in our 40s, at least we knew that she won three championships. Yeah. Shit. These people that are in high school or middle school that are playing soccer, all they're going to remember right off the bat is that she missed it and cost them the next round. Yeah. I'm not being an ass. It's just it's yeah. stats. I think I think the problem that we have with 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 Miss Megan Rapahol is is your attitude towards America, towards people. I mean, there are like 123 other countries that you, you don't want to be in. here. Leave. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, we went to the dark side of the moon. Uh, Just like Star Wars. Star Wars. Look, I'm your father. Oh. <laughs> but all right, folks, folks, are there any... All right, let's go back to baseball. Let's talk about the Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesday series. Of this week? Of this week. Okay, before we start that, I just want to throw a shout out to Clover... Our Glover won the St. Jude's um, PGA Tour today and actually went into a shootout uh, last hole, and he beat Cantley. But the cool thing about the FedEx St. Jude Cup is not always about how that who the winner is. It's, it's for it, the kids. It's about the cancer for the kids, and mm-hmm. all that money that goes to that goes to the kids. And the families that go through St. Jude's, don't have to pay a dime for any of the service that they need or the bill that they get paid. So I'm not big I'm not big on asking people to donate to any organization because there's so many corrupt things that goes on. But St. Jude is probably one of the better ones out there. And no one wants to see a four year old or fourteen year old child go through cancer because that's when your life's just just beginning. I mean, some of the, I mean we, on, on top of St. Jude's, I know they're one of the biggest programs, but I just want to give a shout out once again to our lovely state. Like the Helen DeVos is one of the top five in the country also. Yeah, exactly. And we, I mean, we got Mary Freebed where I work. We got one of the best 10 rehabilitation centers out there. We got awesome therapists. I got awesome nurses. We got uh, okay. RN nerds. I'm just kidding. They're awesome. Side note. <laughs> but anyway, that was the, the the PGA thing. And this upcoming baseball, before we talk about that, the Braves just blew a three-run lead and gave up seven runs in the fifth inning. Wow. See, this is baseball. It's seven to three now. So. It's just not what it's used to be. When teams are dominant, they're supposed to be dominant. And they're not that dominant. I mean, it's almost like they're giving them – uh, uh, TV program uh, money. You know, I, to me, that's what it looks like. It just, but think about this. This is the, only the sixth inning. The Braves can make a comeback, and this final score could be 8-7 or 7-6. There's still going to be at least three more runs scored. Or 15-7 or 15-8. 10-3. Yeah, this is crazy. All right. But this week's sports. So starting tomorrow. So let's talk about baseball because baseball is still the prime thing. Okay, let's start with the Yankees and the Braves. And game one, they they have the Atlanta Braves under or minus two thirty five, which is really basically a trap game because depending on who starts that game is Schmidt. Which has got a 4.2 ERA, but then it's Max Fried, and Max Fried's only pitched four games. Yes. Or, I mean, he's pitched more than that, but he's only three and one, while the other pitcher is eight and six. So Schmidt has more experience. Well, this year he has more experience. Max Fried's been in the league longer. I know that. But the Braves have a better squad. It's not being shown tonight, but they took two out of three. I mean,. I would say Braves still take two out of three in that series. You can disagree with me, but I would say yeah, that. yeah. It's at the Braves, and I, I just think that with the Yankees, they 
I mean, without uh, Cole, I don't know if they can, you know, keep the Braves off off the bases. And Cole probably won't pitch in that because he pitched today. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough series for the Yankees. Uh, another series to talk about is Astro Marlins. Who? Astros Marlins. Yeah. Because they're both playoff teams. Yeah. Astros are second in the division behind the Rangers, and the Marlins are a half a game up on the Cubs. Now, this is a very tough one because it means more to the Marlins. Well, they have to. Well, it does because they are the, they're trying to go over the hump. The Astros are always the over Astros the hump. are going to be in the playoffs. Even yeah. if, they, if, if the Astros lose all three of these games, which is highly unlikely – they will still make the playoffs. Yeah. If they lose two out of three, yeah. the Astros will still make the playoffs. Yeah. So Miami needs well two out of three. Well, Miami right? Need, well, Am I wrong? Well, Miami needs to keep the momentum so that they don't get into a drought. Where I think if the if the Astros lose one out of the three games, they can still push themselves over the hump because the Marlins been, need because these. Been there. The Marlins, the Marlins need these games more because the Cubs are playing the shitty White Sox. Oh yeah, and the Cubs could sweep the White Sox at home, and but they won't because it's always that it's a one. rival. But because there's always that one game that one of the teams, one of the worst, one of the if the Cubs were the worst team, the Cubs would have won one. So game. would you say though? Okay, first of all, would you agree that Astros take two out of three against the Marlins? And I'll admit if I'm wrong, but I I mean, and the Astros Marlins, probably take it. At the Marlins, I would say two out of three, but don't be surprised that the, the Marlins. Mar- do the two out of the three themselves. But Cubs will probably take two out of three against the White Sox during Tuesday. Well, oh, Tuesday. You're looking at Tuesday, right? I want because I wanted to see because the Cubs are only a half a game behind the Marlins. Well, yeah, okay. So the Cubs the Cubs will probably win two out of three of that okay. series. So the Marlins need to win two out of three then to well, stay yes. up. Yes, yes. A half a game. Yes, yes. So if we go back to the Monday games. The only other one that matters is the Padres versus the Orioles. And well, Rays Giants. Rays Giants is very intriguing. Well, again, the Rays are are in a situation again that they're a super hot team in the beginning of the year, like we said before, and now they're getting lukewarm and they're falling off the play, face of the planet. The Giants, we just watched that game, and. And I think walk off home run to beat the Texas Rangers, which yeah. the Texas Rangers are like the fourth best team in Major League Baseball. So it looks like the Giants are getting hot, and they've been kind of warmer than cooler. And it's really baseball is really about now how you start, it's how you end. And if you can get on a hot streak like the Giants are, Baltimore will have oh no. Uh, the one benefit that Tampa Bay has yeah, Tampa Bay. is that they're only two games out of the division and they have five game lead over the last place third card. Like the the Razor end. I don't think I mean literally half the team would have to die for the Rays to not make the playoffs. You know what? I'm telling you. The Rays are in the playoffs. I you know there's there's forty some games left, the Rays are in the playoffs. We haven't hit September. Remember those teams that fall off the face of the planet in September? Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. The Rays are in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. I don't know about that. Uh, tell you the truth, uh, you know, there's no reason for anyone to bet on the Pirates and the Mets because <laughs> that means nothing to nobody. Uh, I would, I would strongly stay away from the A St. Louis game. However, if you're a gambling man, I would take. Two and a half runs plus on the A's because they seem to cover that score one way or another. Uh, the Diamondbacks against the Rockies. The Diamondbacks came back. They both suck, but but the Diamondbacks did win tonight, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're bouncing back. Maybe they're bouncing back. Um... If you look at the Tuesday games, uh, the the Tigers are the are the Twins. So the Twins have to keep winning because they have to keep the momentum going because they don't want. I mean, look, they're going to win the division. If they don't win the division, they're they're on crack. 
Okay, I don't know who can keep who can catch up to them. I'm sure it can't be the unless the Tigers. Cleveland could, couldn't they? Yeah, the Cleveland could, but I don't know how you, they're going to do it. And like and to be honest with you, like the the state of Ohio's got the Guardians and the Reds, so you got to assume that the Reds are going to win that series, and then. Boston is at Washington. That in itself is just, I know Boston is a hard, hard team to look at because they sometimes play real good and sometimes they play real bad. Look, the Tigers beat them a couple nights ago. So what about that Phillies Blue Jays game? Well, that's again, a magical series. Yeah, but is Bryce Harper in this game? Bryce Harper played today. Oh, wow, look at that. He finally grew up and put his big boy pants on. You know, I do like you, Bryce Harper, but you need to keep your big boy pants on because this isn't Little League Baseball anymore. That was the greatest day when Washington – I still love it. Washington let him go, and then they won a fucking World Series. How much better can that be? Oh, you're one of the best players. We'll just win it with Soto, a 19-year-old. Do you really not like well, – okay, why do you not like uh, Bryce Harper? I only like his shoes. <laughs> but why do you not like him? We talked about this. Before. He's a douche. Based on what? He should have stayed in Washington. Okay, okay, okay. But you can't get mad at Serger or Verlander because they go everywhere they want to. All right? And, you know, teams like Detroit keep Cabrera too long. Well, with the Tigers... I mean, everybody has the right to leave that fucking team. Well, yeah, but well, Cabrera can't leave that team because he signed a, a humonga contract. And let's remind people, M- Miggy Cabrera <laughs> passed Tony Gwynn and Robert Young for the most hits. So Miggy now is at place f- 14, 15, 18. I don't know what it is. But he passed those two guys. That's amazing. That's amazing. So who wins that series between the Phillies and the Blue Jays? Who takes two out of three? I'm going to go. Oh, both have the same record, too. And it's an even score. I'm going to say Blue Jays. Blue Jays at home. I agree because they're at home. And let's not uh, forget about the Dodgers. At home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Ooh. Milwaukee Brewers kind of need to keep it going because if they don't keep it going, they might fall off the face of the planet. That can happen. Only three and a half up on the Cubbies. And just think about this. Think about this. Remember, you're wearing your Cubs hat today. Yeah, go Cubbies. I just want to say this. Ryan Sandberg. This is where. <laughs> this is the biggest chance right now. The Cubs had the opportunity to sweep my shitty White Sox, which, no, hear me out, hear me out. You sweep that fucking series. It is just as easy for those L.A. Dodgers to sweep the Brewers. You really think so? I really do. Because the Brewers are not that bad, right? Don't matter. The Dodgers are a hell of a lot better. Hell of a lot better. What do you mean a hell of a lot better? Look. It's easy. 71 and 46, 65 and 59. Okay. Six games over. But anyway. And I mean, if the Dodgers were in that shitty division with the Cardinals and the Pirates, they'd probably have 90 freaking wins already. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you put, any, you put the Brewers in that division and they're probably playing like the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. So the Dodgers can sweep them. This is your chance, Cubbies. Hear it first. I'm a diehard White Sox fan. You want this division? You go out and sweep those White Sox? The Cubbies are back. And the Cubbies really, truly could win that division after being 14 games back. Is that amazing? Who's that? This is their chance. This is their chance right now. Who's that coach? Ross? Ross. He also won Dances of Your Stars a few years ago. And he won the World Series of the Cubs as a catcher. He's actually a really good manager. He's actually a really good person to it. Yeah, he is. I mean, mean, Ross, you're a good guy. And I wish the Detroit Tigers would pick you up as a head manager. Well, well AJ, they took a guy that won the World Series, but how'd that turn out for him? Well, AJ, uh, I would say this. A.J. Hinge, you're not doing so bad. I mean, 
I mean, yeah, we got Cabrera leaking or whatever you want. I want to stay on the Brewers and the Cubs right now with this division. The Brewers play the Dodgers in a three-game series this week, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. They don't have a day off. Then they go into a three-game series with the Texas Rangers. They seriously, seriously, all all six of those games are on the road. It's not probably possible, but they could lose all six of those. They're probably going to lose at least four out of six. Well, yeah. Well, you think they're going to lose four out of six, so they're going to lose two out of three of the Cubs. No, two out of three against the Dodgers and two out of three probably to Texas. Wow. So that leaves it the door wide freaking open for the Cubs because their schedule is absolutely dog manure because oh it's only a two game series with the white Sox. but you know who comes oh, okay, in for okay, you know okay. who comes in for their three game series who the kansas city royals oh, and then you know who comes in after that the detroit tigers and then you know who comes in after that the pirates this cubs are winning the division Cubs are winning the division. It's <laughs> over for the Brewers. And I hate saying that as a White Sox. It's over. Put a cork in the Brewers. The Cubs win the division. Bring back the spirit of one of the greatest announcers of all time at Wrigley Field. Harry Carey. Boo. Boo, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, son. Look, folks. This is why we This is why we love baseball. Because baseball is everything can happen within a month to month. And it takes 162 games. Now, do I want them to have more than that? No. Do I want them to have less than that? Yes. Yes. But where is the point where you have less? What is less? Yeah, I know. Is it it 140? Is it just 120? Is it 100? I don't know. Because hockey only plays 82. NBA only plays 82. Yeah, but that's long season for those two teams. And the NBA plays. Yeah, NBA. So they they even want to cut back in the season for the NHL. Because they, because the NHL goes into June. But baseball, it runs into November. Who's watching baseball in November? I am happy that they finally extended that every single team. They made a lot of changes this year. We're trying to speed up the game. And they finally said that every team needs to play each other. So that's a plus. Yes. But... I do think they should take at least 30 games off. Okay. I would say this. I think they should do 15 games less. I would go with 30, but I would go 15 first. You know why? Because you still want them every team to play each other. So like 148. Yeah. But the problem that you really have is this. Is that when it is a good time for the World Series. Because in October, actually, you know what? October one would be should be the f- the first week, the, w- the the weekend, the first weekend of October should be the World Series. That way, the games itself for college football, the NFL, are like lukewarm and not so well. Because we're starting to get into November almost in the final World Series, right? Yeah, I mean now, it, it is in November, and who's it watching? used to be in October? It used to be just yeah. before Halloween. Yeah, that's when. But now they go extend to like the. Fourth, fifth day of of uh, of November, but who's watching baseball? No one. Because in October, there is a good chance that you always have shitty weather on Halloween. It's either yeah. rain, snow, or sleet. Yeah. And in November, God knows there is a high chance if you're on the East Coast or Midwest that there will be one day of snow. Yeah. So they really, I think, I think they really need to change that because they. It's not like baseball is the only sport in the world anymore. It's not 1901. It's not 1922. I mean, that's. But let's be real. The Yankees are the worst franchise ever now. Why are they so the worst? I don't like them either, but. Well, think about this. They won their championships in 2008 and all that. But in reality, they won all, the majority of them in the 1920s and 30s and then 40s. So it's not the 20th century anymore. Yeah, now, that's true. Now it's the 21st century. So they're really not relevant anymore. They're they're basically almost like the Chicago Bulls now. They're just not relevant. And unfortunately, that's what it is. You're, the Bulls are never going to have the Michael Jordan thing ever again. 
It's a one-thing deal. You had a great 15, 20 years with the Bulls. And they had Jimmy Butler, and they screwed that up. Yeah, and, you know, and if you got the Yankees, the only times they talk about the Yankees, the only time that Michiganers talk about the Yankees is because of Derek Jeter. But besides Derek Jeter, the only times that we talk about the Yankees is when we talk about Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth and and uh, Yogi Berra and all those guys. And I like Don Manley. And David Wells, though, no hitter, perfect no hitters. Yeah, when he was drunk out of his mind. Remember that? He was. You didn't know that? He was drunk. He pitched a no hitter with drunk. Well, you look back at this, some of this stuff when we're talking about these old baseball games. You know that one year when Griffey had, it was before the All-Star break, and he had like 35 home runs, and then they went on that strike. I mean, Griffey could have had 67 or 70 home runs. That was a year that Seattle was really good, too. Yeah, I mean, it's like baseball took a lot of hits. With that strike and Pete Rose, and to be honest with you, Pete Rose should really be in, the, in, the, in Cooperstown. Because he deserved it as an athlete, as a baseball player. I mean, it, it, to tell the truth, everyone gambles. But when you gamble against your own team as a manager, I, th- I think that's what really happened. And even John and Ben. I thought he said he never gambled on his own team. Ask can't John prove that, though. Yeah, you, no one can prove it. But even John and Ben said all, all P. Rose had to do is admit that he gambled. Or at least gamble on his team or against his team or for his team. So I don't know. So we're getting out to an hour and a couple minutes long. So we're going to end it right here, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Thank you, Apple Podcast. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sean, for showing up. Always great to be here. We'll probably see you on to Wednesday. Yeah, so we're going to try to keep things going rolling once a week. At least. I mean, I almost think that we should do If we don't do it twice a week, we should do it once, at least on a Monday. So we air it on a Monday. So, like yeah. And then that way people will know when to come back and listen. Because we're talking about weekend sports. And just think about college football and NFL football and Major League Baseball playoffs. I know. And the start of the NHL. And I really don't know much about the NHL. Besides Stevie Eisman is the GM of our team. That's it. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Peace, love. Let's go. Woo!